Here's the situation. You get hired by a fancy Hollywood studio who wants you to take one movie that wasn't a horror movie. It could be a comedy, it could be a drama. And you've got to use the same story but tell it from a different angle to make it a great horror movie. What famous movie do you remake into a great horror movie? I'm TJ Jagodowski. And I'm Rush Howell. And this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast about hypothetical situations. And our theme this week is ice cream... You scream. Yes. Right. Ice cream, you scream. So the one I gave at the top, we'll come back to that at the end, as we always do. And obviously that one relates to you scream, kind Mm -hmm. of the horror side of it. But uh, I'm not looking forward to thinking about that one. That feels like one I might have to ponder for a while, and I don't want to have it on my mind when I'm I'm doing this. So I might, Uh, you might have to buy me time when we get there. Well, I I will, because I've got two that I'll talk about when we go to me first, and you can just zone out during that. Superb. Superb. Because okay. as usual, Rush, I have never heard the, the, the hypotheticals that you pose to me, and you have never heard the hypotheticals that I pose to you. We're that hearing those for the first time, even though we, the writers of each of them, may have done some thinking about them. That's right. Um, so uh, here's the situation, Rush. We are going to build a great day for you like we'd build an ice cream sundae. Ooh. Okay, so this is obviously off ice cream. So I'm going to give you the ingredient slash function it serves, and you tell me it's equivalent in your great day Sunday. Love it. All right. So first, the ice cream. Obviously, the base, the you know, the the heart and the beating heart and soul of this Sunday slash great day. What is the base of a great day for you? The base of the great day. I mean, first of all, it's going to be like I have it's a weekend that I have off. Great. Right. So I just need the time. Um, so I'm going to say, you know, ra- rather than say like, oh, this one particular activity is the base. I'm mm-hmm. going to say I have 16 hours to do whatever I want. And I have I don't even need to look at my iPhone. That's the base. Superb. That's where I start. Superb. So what is the your topping? So it can't be a great day or a Sunday without some hot fudge, butterscotch, some strawberry, whatever it is. What is something that needs to be an ingredient in it if, if for even it to be considered a great day? I think uh, a great day, I'm going to, even though I don't do it as much as I should, I'm going to have to have some exercise. Okay. So yep. it's, it, it's, you know, I'm going to play tennis. I'm going to uh, go for a long walk in a really nice spot. I'm yep. going to play golf. But there's got to be, um, for for it to be a truly great day, I need some indoor time and some outdoor time. And so I want to make sure there's an enjoyable activity. It could be anything, though. It could be like whitewater rafting. It could be um, you, you know hiking. But I need some sort of exercise-type outdoor activity. I'm with you 100% on this, my friend. Um, all right, next ingredient. The whipped cream, something light and airy and fun that needs to be in a great day. Okay, I think I'm going to, in in a great day, I'm going to go, um, I, there's going to be some form of brief entertainment. Okay. Doesn't need to be longer than 30 minutes to, it could be an hour, mm-hmm. but this is going to be just a, um, I, I don't know, so, well, you know what? I, I, I was going to say like, you know. I watched like an episode of a, of a funny TV show or like a favorite clip or something like that. But I'm actually the more I think about it, the more I'm like, this is more like a guilty pleasure. Okay, the whipped Great. cream part. So I'm actually going to just totally change in the middle of my answer <laughs> and say like, Your okay, prerogative, man. I'm thinking about a guilty pleasure that I'm gonna that I'm gonna want to do, and I I think what I'm gonna do there is I'm gonna order um some kind of like. Cheese fries. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. Yes. And it's like not not like a whole meal. Yep. But I'm gonna get something that is um over the top yep. that I eat that even me, and I don't eat well, TJ. Yep. But even me would be like, ooh, you know, that one's a little aggressive. So maybe it's like a big piece of cheesecake. But I'm thinking actually it's funny that you say cheese fries, because I'm thinking like I've always wondered why like in, in uh in Europe a lot of times you do nachos, but on French fries, uh-huh. which I think is delicious. Yeah. I think I think we should be doing that more. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about like loaded tots or loaded fries, nice. which is something that even my fat ass is like, don't order that <laughs> most of the time. But this is a wonderful day, so I'm going to have that as a treat. Excellent. The uh, next ingredient are like nuts or sprinkles. So something maybe with a little more grit for a little like texture or crunch in there. Yeah, you know? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna read for an hour. Okay, great. 
great, beautiful. And lastly, literally, I'm gonna read outside. By the way, it's gonna oh, be a sure. nice weather day, and we'll be outside reading a little bit. Literally, the cherry on top. What's the like perfect little ending? There's it's a nice little nice little touch that just kind of crowns your great day. Okay. So again, I think I may have to go back and, and reshuffle a few things. Okay. So I'm now going to go back. I apologize, but Don't, look, no, I got to no do problem. it. No problem. You're hearing this for the first we time. We got these nuts, right? Mm-hmm. For the nuts, it's going to give a little more grit. I said read. I'm going to replace that with, I talked about I needed an outdoor thing. Yep. I'm going to do an indoor thing. Okay. And I'm going to play somewhere between two and three hours of a gaming session. Okay, great. Probably a, a, like a board game, and mm-hmm. I want probably three friends, three to five friends to come along and do that. That is like almost any great day is going to have that. You're a top-notch board gamer. I do. You have love, an amazing yeah. selection. You are you are a top-notch, top-notch board gamer. Well, I'm great at owning them, uh-huh. and then I never really get to play them anymore. <laughs> I used to play a lot. I played a lot in law school. What do you have, a couple hundred? Uh, I have between one and 200 okay. board games. And uh, there are, in a given year, I used to probably do 30 to 40. Different, okay. different game? Nah, that's not true. Probably 20 to twenty to 30. And now I'd say in a given year, I probably play 10 of them, okay. unfortunately. Um, but anyway, I, I do love... That's always fun for me. getting, And it's a good way. It's like a little mental exercise to go with the physical exercise. So I'm going to do that. And then I got to think of this like cherry on top uh, at the end, which is like, I'm going to masturbate. No, okay, uh, great. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> uh, it's, it, the cherry on top for me in a perfect day is... Um, probably gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna have saved. There's gonna be either like a sporting event, or um, or a TV show. But probably I love sports, so it's probably gonna yeah. be a sporting event. And every now and then I'll do this, and I'm always like, why don't you do this more often? I have a bed in my TV. Uh, 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 well, no, I don't have a bed in my TV room. <laughs> I have a TV in my bedroom, and so <laughs> it speaks to your priorities. And so even though the day was really nice. I have a refrigerator and stuff in my my TV room. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A stove. Right. My apartment is the TV room. Um, But So I'm going to have where I can – so it's going to be kind of cool at night. Okay. And I'm going to like get under the covers and I'm going to turn on some sporting event that I've taped. And I'm either going to fall asleep during it or I'm not. And I'm just going to like go peacefully into the end of the night if I'm kind of like, hey, this is this is a fun day on my own. You know, I'm assuming like obviously I could be like, oh, I'll meet some girl and yeah, uh, she'll stay over for the night. That would be great. But I'm saying more like, hey, this is just like a, a basic nice day for me as a single guy. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so mine, I wrote I wrote mine down a little while ago. I think I wrote these last week. And man, some of these seem like really cheesy now, but mm-hmm. it's it's what I it's, it's what, what I believed. Said. Yep, it's what I believed. So my ice cream is is some sort of physical activity. I, I want some some. I, I don't necessarily need to do, you know, too much. I don't necessarily need to do a lot of ton of brain work or whatever on a on a great day. Yep. But I do feel like I need to be outside and physical in some in Got some you. in You're some. You can feel better about yourself yeah. the rest of the day. Yep. And whether it's gardening or, or whatever, you know, or playing ball or whatever. Yep. Um, I, I can't have it can't be a great day if I didn't. This is my topping now. I can't consider it a great day if I didn't have a great conversation. Okay. Somebody, my brother, whoever, I had just a great conversation. Whipped cream, something light and and la- light and airy. Laughing, uh, laughing with Beth. If we have just a really like good fit oh, of laughter yeah, over something. Um, for for nuts, my texture is either bets or bits. That that got involved in a good bit with somebody. Okay. And I think everyone uses that term now, right? Like because yeah, we're we're joking know, around at least with partially. Somebody. We're at one point in like the comedy world. You have a really just good bullshit stupid little bit Love or it. i had a bet on something so that's yeah. my that's my grit and text by the way here. we'll be doing bits during the board game oh yeah for sure oh bits yeah, yeah half Probably the time you just take a whole a whole detour and just do bits for 20 minutes and then no like, doubt about hey it. what were we doing and then you go back to it and then the cherry on top is sitting outside at night just kind of looking up at the sky watching the planes come into o'hare or the stars or whatever and this is the kind of really cheesy part is just to like remember to be like grateful about it all oh, that there yeah. that there's some sort of like thank you or gratitude to like a, a, you you can have very good days but for something to be a great day it, it doesn't have to be extraordinary but i want to remember to be like grateful for those so that would be the little the little cherry on top of my great. day sunday well i like your day I, I mean i think i if i had more time to think about it i would change a fair amount of what i, I had you. there but 
some of the basic concepts I think I, I got to I liked. And and by the way, I love that idea. I I, I waste a lot of time thinking about um like you know, if you had a last meal, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, it's like it's, uh, people make this joke a lot lately. I've seen like it's in the ethos. I think like John Mulaney, who's probably my favorite stand up comedian, he did it, which is like, boy, when we were kids, we spent more time than you would think worrying about dying in quicksand, <laughs> you know, which is which is which certainly rings true with me. But one thing I do that way more than I should is think about what my last meal would uh-huh. be. So I love constructing it fully, and so I. I, I mean, we're all gonna have one, and unfortunately, it'll probably be something liquid through a tube. But right. yeah, like, but we probably won't end up in a situation where we have to choose ours. Right, but I, I'm always <laughs> thinking about it as like a prisoner. Right, uh-huh. like here you go. Right. It's the final thing. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna probably spend a fair amount of time thinking about that one uh, going forward. Okay, uh, TJ, here's the situation. All right. You are working at a Baskin Robbins. Okay. And in comes some kid, and he is up to no good. Mm-hmm. You can just tell. He's kind of goofy uh, or acting goofy, and like okay. one of his friends kind of comes in. And after a little while, you, you think maybe his friend is like filming or something. You're not sure exactly. All right. But this kid just strikes you as he's a little Something's bit of up. A, okay. he's, he's doing something. And he attempts. Mm-mm. To get a sam- he starts asking for samples. Okay. Okay. Asking for samples of different flavors. And it soon becomes clear to you this kid's going to ask for He's a sample. Run. He's going to try and run the board. 31 flavors. He's going to try board to shoot me. the moon okay. and sample all 31 flavors at Baskin okay. Robbins. How many do you allow this kid to do? I might let him do them all. Okay. I might. I, might. I, I think what's. If if I get the feel on the kid that like oh he's trying to get he's trying to get over on me, then what I want is is to like I want to win this situation. Okay. So either I'm gonna very pleasantly let him try all let him try all thirty one and just give the tiniest little bit of sample. I'm 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 picturing those little purple spoons with like oh like, yeah almost like exactly dollhouse size yes yeah then. Uh, just have like the tiniest little little bit on there, and just be super pleasant the entire time. Of like, yeah. oh, really? You want to try a different one? Okay, great. Yeah, here you go, and and let him do it. And then in my head, feel like I feel like I won that because I wasn't at any point like, hey, wait a minute, what's right. going on here? Or never let him see you sweat. Yeah, or or I might pull a, like, sorry, man. Oh, they they only let us do three. <laughs> right. They, they only let us do three, right. which so is I'm probably get in trouble. Not the and, policy, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, I guess it depends on how how hard he's playing his game. Right. Will pr- pretty much indicate. I think <laughs> as I'm answering this, I realize like, man, I just always I always only live in reaction. <laughs> I, I I pretty much have no set <laughs> set goals or 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 proactive proactive behavior. Yeah. I'm always just I'm always just fielding grounders. <laughs> nice. Nice. So let me ask you if if you uh, you go back in time now you're 18 same yeah. situation mm. uh, did you change at all are you more or less likely to let this kid have his way well I I worked in a uh, I worked in an ice cream shop okay. well, growing up I worked at Friendlies um, which is an ice Love cream shop Friendlies, Friendlies yeah. bankruptcy yeah I was I was yeah. in the Northeast um, and so it was my first I think job where I worked for a, like a stranger you know, or like I didn't, I wasn't like doing plumbing with my dad or working in a, my, my, I grew up in this really, my grandfather had part of a drive-in movie theater. And mm. so we all, my uncles, my mom and dad, we all, when we were 15, 16, 17, were working in a drive-in theater, so, which was cool. just phenomenal. Yeah. So, um, I so know. I have a little experience behind this counter and I would probably, if I was that age, I was so much more unsure of myself and uncomfortable that I think I would have handled it poorly and stopped him after like this, the second one. If, really? I, if he's like, oh, he's trying to make a fool of myself, oh, yeah. a fool of me. I think I'd in ways be more comfortable now with how... <laughs> how and to what degree I'm made a fool of. Right. <laughs> and maybe I can even like partake in like being made the fool of, even though I said I want to win, but I feel like I win if I make a fool of myself on my terms. Right. Um, I'm just not going to let you, you do it. So I think I would have tried to shut it down and, and been, you know, more snark, 
snark filled about it only for the level of discomfort I had as, you know, through for most of my life. So I've thought about this one a fair amount because I, I used to run like scavenger hunts a lot. Uh-huh. And in high school, I, we'd run, run scavenger hunts and we ran a really big one where you uh, want and back then to video stuff. You didn't have a phone to videotape. So you would need a uh, like a like one of those things you put on your shoulder, like <laughs> yeah. a full on camcorder. Oh, where you got to like. <laughs> You know, uh, and they put like a, a full VHS size tape in the side of it and it pops out like a transformer, you know, and you put it in. So uh, people would go around and film stuff as part of the scavenger hunt. And one thing was get get a film of you getting all 31 oh, wow. flavors. Uh, and, and very few people tried it. And one guy pulled it off. And um, what was fun was they filmed it and then they they knew how to put it in kind of fast forward. So you just got it, and he's just zipping around like Benny Hill speed, you know, uh-huh. and doing all this stuff. <laughs> and and I always thought if I would if I was in high school, I would have let the person do all thirty one because I would have been kind of a wimp about it. Uh-huh. I would just be like, I don't know. I mean, I, how do you supposed to handle this situation? I don't know. I'll just give him the thirty one. If I was a little older, like college probably or right out of college, I would be like, the hell with this kid. Yeah, and I I would I would just I would shut him down. Yep. And then today, I would just fuck with him. Yeah. And I would probably do a thing, you know, I would just, I would, the person I would most love to see do this is Brian Shortall, my friend. I would love to see Brian behind the counter and just see what he would decide to do to just screw with someone. Because, like, ideas <laughs> I'd like I had. I'd like to see Shorty on both ends of it. I'd oh, like yeah. to be Brian, see Brian behind the counter and also trying to get 31, 31 flavors out of, hey, out why of not? Brian. Let's, I mean, let's call Brian and be like, <laughs> hey, let's do both of these in a weekend. But I think, you know, one thing I thought is I would just keep going back to the same flavor uh-huh. and, like, just like always miss the one and you'd be like that one. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I, here you go. And then he's like, no, the butter pecan. And like, just keep missing you just it. Just get 31. I want to give the guy like 71, <laughs> you know, taste. So like, Hey, you know, tough luck kid. Well, uh, I'm going to give you one rush that also obliquely mentions the establishment you just did. So here's the situation. Um, this is another ice cream one. Um, I'd like you to tell me which of these is the right amount of how they are usually presented and which is the most is the most wrong amount for how they are normally presented. Okay. That, I'm sure that doesn't make a ton of sense yet, but hopefully it'll make sense once I once I say these. Yes. The five flavors of lifesavers in their basic five flavor role. The seven wonders of the world, 12 being a dozen donuts. 31 flavors of ice cream or 64 Crayola crayons in the big pack. So which of that seems to you like that's just about the right amount that that should be. And which seems like, man, that's the the most wrong amount that those that those should be. And they were the five, five flavors in the lifesaver role, the seven wonders of the uh, of the we'll consider the seven wonders of the ancient world. Twelve, do- 12 and a dozen donuts, 31 flavors or 64 Crayola crayons in the big pack. OK. I'm going to start with the one that I think is the most too much. Okay. And then try to work down. Okay. I, I would say of those. And even if it's not too much, it's just like, man, that's the wrong amount for that. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I that's got just, it. It's just like, that's not, that should be more or less, but it shouldn't be that number. And which is like, okay. yep, that's the right number. So the one that's off by the most, yep. in my view, is 31 flavors. Okay. Basket around. I never understood it. Um, I'm sure like it's. I'm sure it's scientific and they have people, but I mean, I went to, so my favorite restaurant in the world growing up was Jalisco's Mexican restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, like my family basically lived there. My dad only would go to like three restaurants mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and so he'd be like, we want Mexican food. Well, there's one option, Jalisco's. And I loved it. And it was next door to a Baskin Robbins. And so in high school, there was, there were times where I was going to Jalisco's three to four times a week. Oh, wow. And I would often go to, and I ran cross country and I weighed, like 130 pounds and mm. I could not gain weight. Yeah, you were burning. You were and, burning all the time. And so I would eat I would eat like ridiculous Mexican food, loved it and then would go to Baskin Robbins next door and I would just laugh at how you could tell there were like these daiquiri ice and like all these sherbets and stuff just hadn't been touched. Mm-hmm. And then the peanut butter and chocolate ice cream was just getting ravaged <laughs> day after day. And you could see that like, you know, I, I was always joking. I was like, you know, they'd be like, pull up another truck of the peanut butter and chocolate. And like, oh, you're going to order any daiquiri ice? No, that one's from 1974. So, um, so I never, I always thought there were too many flavors. And because there were only like, I don't know, if I went with 10 people, We'd only probably get six flavors, you know, so yep. 31's too many. Um, 
Another one that's off to me, even though it's like it's it's lovely, it's alliterative, it's very powerful, it's a famous phrase. I know where you're going. Seven wonders is far too few. Yeah, right. There's like so, so many, many wonders. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, think about it, if you were like, what are the seven great movies mm-hmm. that that we put together as yep. Americans in one century? I mean, give me a break. Yeah. And this isn't just America. This is the entire ancient world mm-hmm. or the entire New World. And like, there's so many fun like games and movies and things that are based on the seven wonders and yep. i'm like there gotta be more it may not be it may not be the one that bothers me the most but i also feel like there should be way more yeah way more wonders and and there are i never can get them right yeah i mean never can get them right and i'm always like well what about that that is yep. a, a, like a you know the pyramids or something that, that i guess that probably is one but there, there's some stuff that that is on the list that that wouldn't be in my top 30 yeah and then, pyramids might be the only surviving that might be the only surviving one. Of the ancient world, yeah. yeah. The temple to Artemis and the mausoleum and the right. Colossus at Rhodes and all that. Right. Um, so that one's off to me. Uh, barely off, but but 20% off is Lifesavers. Mm-hmm. I don't need the okay. five. The, the, I want four flavors. I'll tell you, though, Starburst needs to be two flavors. Okay. Because... <laughs> Just the pink and red? Or, oh, yeah. yeah. Thank God you said that, TJ, or else I was going to have to leave. If you said, like, if someone says lemon starbursts are my favorite starbursts, that person's a sociopath or a psychopath or whatever it is, or just colorblind or, like, God bless them. You they, ain't they need my some kind help. of people, Doc. Oh, my God. Uh, you can't be, you can't be, like, I made a joke in, um, in law school. We did this, like, uh, sketch comedy review show where... Um, I don't know. This this isn't going to be worth getting to, but basically I was like um I, I was this guy who who uh who who was a law professor, but he was like um hey, you know what? Um you can either like come take this class and do it all the way or I'll just give you a B plus, you can walk out right now and they're like uh, what? And I'm like or you can take what's in the box. So it was like, you know, stupid, but but what was in the box was all his yellow starbursts that he collected from all his starbursts and he said they taste like genocide. <laughs> uh, and I've always thought that like those are just terrible. So anyway, Star Wars, Star Burst. I may have said Star Wars multiple times there, but I, I meant to I say heard Star, Star Burst. Burst every time. Um, Star Burst should be two, not four, and they have that. They have the red only pack, okay. which is great. Uh, but Lifesavers give me four, not five. Um, donuts. I think twelve is too many. Okay, and I say that it's obviously too many for me. Yep, but also. When we go get like fancy donuts now, there's always like, mm-hmm. first of all, people make the reverse error with donuts that they do with pizza. Like every time you go and you got to order 40 pizzas for a group, it's always like, make sure you get some vegan pizzas. Oh, yeah. And then like at the end of the day, the pizzas it's with meat there. are, they, yeah. they disappear Devoured, faster yeah. than the chocolate and peanut butter yeah. ice cream. Like there were problems. lions there. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, then you're just left with like five vegan pizzas mm-hmm. and you're like, how did, what, where, what did <laughs> you Saw this one do? coming. <laughs> what did you guys do? We only ordered six. You each had one piece we of split. vegan pizza. We split. We both split a piece. Yeah. Uh, Mary, I saw you eat <laughs> one of the, one of the sausage and pepperoni. Um, so anyway, donuts are the reverse where people always get like the two fancy donut, the two sweet ones. And and I I'm always like oh my god nobody can take down that like like hunkering Boston cream bomb oh, yeah. thing so I think it's a little too many even for the size of people that normally get donuts um which you know I I think it's an upsell is what yeah. it is right um so that leaves me with Crayola crayons and I'm gonna say I really like the 64 pack okay I so that feels the most right to you yeah I mean I think that's a good basic starter yeah. pack for a kid i think i had the 128 and the 64 at different times they're both great yeah um but i i think i love that they went 64 which is a little more aggressive than you might think yeah uh, it would start like magic markers are like 10 or 12 we differ on some of these okay. um five I, five i uh i'm fine with but i'd also be fine if it was four i'd be fine if it was six so that that seems like okay but uh, you know that, yeah. that's fine with We're me about i don't same. think it's spot on but uh the seven wonders we covered, I think it's too few. Dozen donuts always seems the wrong amount to me. It's it's like there's there's five people, so there's just ones that sit in a box yeah. and get old, or the or it's too few that everyone's got right. like somebody's like can't have one. So that one seems the most wrong to me of all of them is 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 twelve donuts. I, I don't think we disagree there. Okay. I, I mean I am I don't think twelve is the right number. Here's where we disagree. Thirty one I think is the most right mm. of all of them. No, I think there's. That gives you plenty of op- anyone who needs more options than that 
is wrong. Yeah. And go home. And anyone who wants ice cream should be able to find something from from that amount. If it starts to drop down to twenty, then then you're gonna lose a couple of the oddball ones that I think you know, people people might really like. I think that gives a wide enough range that everyone should be able to fall somewhere on that on that spectrum. Yeah, I mean, okay, so you think thirty one is just the right number? Fifty is too many. I think fifty is too. I mean, much. fifty would do the same thing, but you think? It's too yeah, many. but I think that's too much. Because um, there, there's something that I call the Binnigan's menu problem. Okay, I hear you. Right, which is like the Cheesecake Factory, we, where yes. it turns into a Bible. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and there's too much. So too you, much. Number one, you know, it can't all be good. Yeah. Because it's not all the specialty. And number two, there's just too many choices. Some and New I, York New York diners will have that. We're like, we have Italian, Greek. Yes. We have some Chinese food. We right. have you know all the regular deli stuff and also yeah. Only one that works for me is the Cafe Lux, either in Vegas or Chicago. They have a huge menu, and I've never had anything I didn't like. Okay. There. But for the most part, I don't. And so. Um, our slight disagreement, I think, is I think 31, we're a little bit been against menu problem. Uh-huh. And I think you could probably do it in 22, yeah. 20, 25. And then once they get to 64, I, it, it makes me want more. It's okay. like once you start mexing, like messing around with shades of color, then yeah. I want them all. And I want a box of 2,000 crayons now at this oh, point. Because okay, I want the crayons. green that's in between Seafoam and Kelly. I want the, you know, the blue that's just a little bit darker than cornflower or whatever. Yeah. You know, like once you start messing with shades, then I want I want all, all the shades. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't really necessarily disagree, but a, a 2,000 crayon box is totally impractical. Won't your eyes just light up on Christmas or Hanukkah if you find a two box of 2,000 crayons in there? Yeah. Have, I told, have I told the story about my brother on this podcast? I don't want to tell I it twice. So. Okay. I think so. All right. So that'll come out at some point. All <laughs> the right. Pencil, the pencils, right? Yeah, the pencils, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it may one. have been in one of the episodes we ditched. I don't know. Yeah, it may have knows? been in the ones could, that I misrecorded. Be, our first two could be lost, lost history. Lost apps. We did one that where my apartment it was too loud, and yeah. we did one where you didn't hit record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you know maybe we'll do one or two where you shouldn't hit record, but we, we do it anyway. Uh, all right, TJ. Yes, here's sir. the situation. There is a serial killer. Oh no. On on the loose. Luckily, you know. His modus operandi. Okay. And in in particular, this is a serial killer who poses as a psychiatrist. Uh-uh. And when you go and visit him, he, he tries to help you overcome your fears. <sighs> this is extra devious even for a serial killer. Oh, yeah. Terrible. This guy's a oh. bad, bad guy. And what he does is he have he has you tell him three fears. Oh, nuts. And then he uses psychotropic psychedelic, whatever it is, to heighten those fears to the point where your brain is taxed so heavily that you experience an aneurysm. Like the Scarecrow. Yeah. It's a yeah. little bit like the Scarecrow okay. from uh, from uh, Batman Begins, yeah. or or probably many Batman comics that oh I haven't read. Lord. So so that's, that's the M.O. of this guy, and it's very fortunate that you know this guy's M.O. Okay. Because what happens is you go to a psychiatrist. Why? What's wrong with me? Hey, come on now. Oh, no. A lot of people, you know, it's a good, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, I just want to know. You know. No, no, okay. you're, you're, you're okay, but for whatever reason, you have to go. Let's say it's mandated. Okay. You've got some, you, for whatever reason, you get a job and it's mandated, so don't worry about why you're there. Um, but you immediately un- recognize this guy, and you know that he's the serial killer, but you can't give it away, because if you try to run or whatever, he's got yeah, he'll trap you, he'll get you done, because he's got you in a compromised position. All right. So what you have to do... Is you have to trick him. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta rope a dope this guy I think with I three fears that are typical, common fears that don't scare that you one don't bit. Have. Okay. And it's just gonna it's gonna turn around. You're gonna turn it around on him and he's gonna think he's got you good. All right. And then you're gonna survive it and get out of there and report this man to the police. All right. This is tough because I'm afraid of just about everything. Um so I'm trying <laughs> to think of And it uh, can't be something that's like obviously no one's really afraid of. Yeah. Right? Yes. I'm gonna tell him. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to tell him I'm afraid of, uh, even though I'm uncomfortable with it, I don't think I'm as uncomfortable with it as many people are, of public speaking. Yes. I'm going to tell him I'm terrified of public speaking. Good. Um, What else? What else would people- You do a lot of public speaking. I You're talk not... to people. Yeah. I've been in front of people before. You and I are both improvisers, so we've, we've, we know- the sensation and yeah. we've overcome a certain amount of fears to to do that sometimes, right. but it I don't think it's as nerve wracking as it is for some other some other folks. And I've seen you many times um, 
have to host something or whatever mm-hmm. else where it's not you in a character, so you can't rely on being in the character. But it's you know you're, yeah. you're good with that, obviously. I never used to it's be afraid of like that like buried alive thing, but I've gotten more oh, God, afraid about know. it as time oh, as time no. goes by. I'm not particularly afraid of spiders, but with this psychotropic, I think that's gonna be pretty. Oh, you know what? I've I think of I think it's fairly common that people there's some people that are afraid of birds getting their eyes poked out okay. and, and stuff I'll give like you that, that one. I think I'll give you, there's um, horror movies called birds yeah I'll give you that and I think I've heard it as a common thing like people being afraid of birds or you know yep. seen like you know prank videos where people are like really skittish around like yeah. around birds and, and there's stuff the Latin like that. name what was the Latin name for like the study of birds because then there's that phobia ick no ick is fish um it, it sounds like something else like too. Like aviopera, aviopera yeah. phobia so, or something. I'm not afraid of birds. I'm not afraid yep. of birds. Good. So you got birds. You got public speaking. Oh, you know what? Also, I'm not afraid of rats. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot I'm not. Of people are afraid I'm not of rats. super comfortable. I'm. I'm less afraid of like, and maybe this is what everybody is like. Is the is like the 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 disease that may travel on them, but rats yeah. themselves, I found kind of funny. I'm they not, look. I'm not sure. I. I mean, I'll definitely give you birds. I'm not sure I'm going to give you rats. Is that really like a common fear? People have a, a lot of people are afraid of rats. Oh, I think so. Okay. I think I think it's more common than birds. In fact, okay. I think more All people right. are afraid of of rats. But I'll keep out trying to think of heard, something else. No, no, that's fine. I I just hadn't heard that much. I'll give you my three. Okay. That so, you're not afraid of that a lot of people. Yeah. Are. Yep. But I'm this guy's going to believe I'm afraid of these. Sure. I have three that I think are very common fears that I am not afraid of. Okay. And then I have many things that I am very afraid of. Yeah. Like, like if it's cockroaches, I am like horribly, okay. like ridiculously. I hate but, them. But like, but you being in a car submerged in a in a lake, you're no problem. I'm, hey, I you know I like I'm always doing my Houdini Love practice. <laughs> so no, my no. three are public speaking. Okay, um, which by the way they say is the second most um, common fe- common fear besides death, and then and then I've seen. Some places Flipped that are like some, right? yeah, and that has to be false. Yeah, there's I think no it was way. Part of a Seinfeld routine that people like would rather die than speak at their own funeral. That or may whatever. be true. Like, yeah. yeah, but I I don't believe that. First of all, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's like ridiculous. Um, but p- public speaking is a monumental fear. Also, like, why can't we have better data on that stuff? Like, yeah. I, I I went to look this up, and there were like you couldn't find you, you know a list of the ten most common fears. Uh, you know, there's five different ones in every list. So uh, that was a little odd to me. But anyway, public speaking is uh, one. Number two is clowns. Oh, okay. Yeah. So many That's people afraid one, right? of clowns. Yeah. Not a thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. like, whatever. You're going to put like them. No, I hear you. I, I don't like them either. But I'm also, I mean, I, when I was a kid, there was like this drunk balloonologist um, who was, he just hammered. And he was like blowing up these isn't balloons. That, and... Isn't that awful? We don't know the name for the study of, of birds, but right. we know the name for the study of balloons. You better believe it. Oh, I don't know. It's the study of balloons. It's the <laughs> balloonology. To, you just to said turn, a balloon... to twist them. A balloonologist into has to be a master of balloonology. Wonderful <laughs> animals and so forth. I mean, I've always cracked up at like balloonologists. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's that one. Uh, um, uh, so clowns, and then the third one would be heights. I, okay. I just not that no afraid problem. of heights. Yeah. Um, a little bit of fear. So I think also if he had like a, you know, if he could test it a little bit, you'd see a little fear of heights in me, but yeah. that, not not really a big one. Yeah, I hear you. I, I don't, I, I in general don't mind heights, but part of this also was like, once this guy gets his hands on it, it seems like something that you're not really all that afraid of could really get jacked up yeah. to, you know, a hot, a hot fear level. Right. The worst yeah. ones for me, worst fears, sharks. Uh-huh. Most so open idi- water and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Most idiosyncratic is probably cockroaches. Okay, but but greatest, I really, really, really hate sharks. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, I I have a fear of being in water where I can't see in the water. Yeah. Don't like it, like Oof. the oceans and stuff like that. All right, Rush. Here's the situation. This is a a you screamer. Um, you're driving through Creepy Town, USA, at night by yourself when your car breaks down. Okay. There are no passing cars, and you didn't see any nearby homes, so you start walking through the dark woods for help when eventually you come across, like, your pretty typical old haunted house-looking thing. Great. So um, you clack the big knocker on the door. You're very scared, but upon opening the—but the, the upon the door being opening—sorry. But upon the door being opened, you're hugely relieved to see it's a monster party. 
Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Absolute flat out, like, the wolfman and the yeah. mummy are making hors d'oeuvres. Love you know, you're, yeah. like, like, you're uh, in that kind uh, of Mr. party. Mr. Show had that one. Yeah. yeah. You're in, and all the all the iconic, and I can only come up with, a, with like, basically a couple, but all the iconic monster, you know, monsters are there. Love it. Love the monster party concept. Who do you think you're going to get along with best? Ooh, okay. you, you'd stick for the party, you're invited in. Who do you think during the course of the evening you're going to end up spending most of your time with and getting along with? And I have a follow-up once you answer that. Ah, oh, boy. I got to tell you, it's funny that, because I, I, I love, I think probably because of that Mr. Show or whatever, but uh, the concept of monster parties is just very funny. Yeah. Um, and they did it on 30 Rock, too. I, I love it. Uh, but I, like... None of these guys come to mind as someone I'm actually going to enjoy hanging out with. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the vampire. Okay. I, I I just I think Frankenstein's like a dummy, and then um, we'll and we'll f- say this is without the the vampiric um, ability to charm that's making you hang uh, out with them, yeah. right? That this is mostly just a an, an affinity to that That's or are my, you saying it was because no, he did No, I wasn't the, thinking of that. But yeah, he probably would you probably would Jeremy. Okay. Um let's know, say he decided Maybe if not there's to like an Elvira that. type the the um Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, Bride of Frankenstein maybe, mm-hmm. but I, I think the vampire. Yeah. I think vampire's going to be like pretty smart, pretty good conversationalist. Um Yeah, you know. And Night Owl. As you were considering this, and this is my my follow up, is that the personality that you perceive to be the most like yours. Yep. Okay. It is. Okay. That's exactly. So it'd be an affinity of of a similarity of personality. That I'm afraid so. Even yeah. even so much so that as I was thinking about it, I my actual thought process was, I'm probably most like the vampire. That's pretty bad. Wish I wasn't. Wish I was more. like I mean, the your choices aren't great. Friendly Frankenstein type guy, <laughs> but like I don't want to feel like just kind of a big big dummy. Yeah. Dracula's probably like pretty manipulative guy. Wolfman split personality. Yeah, too erratic. It's too that's erratic. A, yeah, I, that's what I thought too. Like, uh, you know, swamp thing. I don't want anything. To, yeah, you can't even have a conversation. Yeah, I don't even know what like. As I was putting this together, it was like I would I would pick Frankenstein because I also don't like being at a party where I don't know people and being um, made to feel like God. I got to talk to this person for the next like three hours, and I think Frankenstein would be okay with the quiet. So I was sort of between the Frankenstein between Frankenstein and a mummy. But the mummy seemed like too like yeah. down or like uh, yeah. you know like nothing's good you know like oh, did yeah. you try the food uh, did you try that uh, they ran out of dip yeah and Frankenstein seemed the most like yeah I had it you know like he has understandable fears he's you know afraid of fire or whatever that he'd right. be the most where it feels like if it was Dracula like, God this guy's gonna prattle on for hours yeah I might do that and I'm gonna <laughs> and let me whatever I say about a vampire i'm not saying about you mm, you yeah, might you have associated yourself you with them you but you have to consider that i don't think that's of right. you as that's right uh, and Jack. i didn't yeah i don't think i think of you as more frankensteinian okay good um and so that he'd you know he'd also be okay with like hey let's just be quiet and stare at the fire for a little bit yeah know? well if he's like phil hartman's frankenstein i'm gonna like him too oh I mean, yeah that was a likable one phil hartman's anything you're gonna kind of like too. yeah his you know if he's a caveman attorney you know if he had a bunch of if i said <laughs> You know, there's a lot of caveman professions at this at this party. You'd yeah. be like, ah, oh, caveman lawyer. For sure. Unfrozen caveman yeah. lawyer. 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, I'm going to enjoy that monster party even if I don't get along with individuals that well. It's just going to be cool to have experienced <laughs> yep. a different part of culture, TJ, <laughs> the monster culture. Okay. TJ, here's the situation. All right. And this is a ice cream-based one. Okay. Um, ben and, or Jerry, don't know which one, okay. uh, has passed away, oh, sadly. Nice. And you are they a couple? I don't I don't know. Well, I don't think are, so. I feel bad for the other one. And like, oh, nuts is a little weird saying because it's <laughs> like that. That would be the ice cream they make for his passing. Is oh, nuts. Um, and you are brought in to be the um, the other the new side of oh. it's like Ben and TJ or J, or TJ and Jerry, but they still call it Ben and Jerry. You're, okay. But you're taking one of their places, and what you're specifically charged with doing is not coming up um, with the names. But the other guy comes up with the names, and you oh, got to come up with it? what goes into okay. these. Okay. All right. You ready? All right, yeah. So these are a few fake, I think. Okay. Because they got a lot of flavor, so I might hit. And obviously, some... we want to make these tasty. We want to. We want yes. this product to fly off the shelf. So we want to make this right. Okay. That's right. So here we go. Yep. Um. 
And some of these, they may, they <laughs> may like, get more. Like <laughs> they may get more difficult to come up with the good okay. stuff. But here we go. Uh, let's start off with one that's called Annie Yokely. It's just mint chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Annie, Annie Yokely. Yokely. Okay, a lot of people are going to think there's some egg in there. There's not. No. Well, there is. In this case, it's going to be custard based, which uh, I think is an ice cream that does incorporate some some amount of egg in it. I believe good. that's right. So it's mint chocolate chip custard. I'm sorry, I made up the mint chocolate chip. I was just going to answer that every time. But oh, I don't okay. Want that. Um, so Annie Annie Yokely, um, there's going to be um, it's going to be a custard based. There's going to be granola in there like almost like a trail because it makes me annie oakley that makes me think yep. of like the west so it's going to be um some like crunch in there of a of a granola type like a um maybe like a, a maple oats um kind of kind of deal and then i would like i'm gonna put um i'm gonna put red small red um gumballs in it um, cause I also like, uh, the little bit of like a sharpshooter okay. thing to it yeah, that there's little, little gumballs, See, which this people is are going to have to kind job. of like, unfortunately they're going to have to put like, kind of suck them off and put them all to the side. Cause <laughs> no, you don't want a big gross. mouthful of like <laughs> gum. gum while you're trying to, well also, it. yeah, it's not going to, it's going to, you're going to swallow that yeah. gum. It's all my first time out of the box. Hey, but you know, maybe, you know, we'll turn them into like those, those little cinnamon, those little cinnamon, um, little cinnamon deals. Love it. Crunchy yeah. is going to taste good. Yeah. Okay, uh, the next one, um, Ben walks into you and he's like, all right, I got a great name. Ben, I just coming off the success of Annie Yokely. Yeah, we're hey, back to work. We work hard here at Ben Buddy, and Jerry's. Oh, let's take time to mourn. What happened? Hey, you know? I did my, oh, oh, I've boy. eaten my own nuts. Okay. It's time to move on. Uh, the Curious Taste of Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Um, it, 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 was, it was because it first... Um, I, I first thought of Curious George, so I'm not going to fight that impulse. Okay, um, it's going to have banana banana chips in Great. them, but they're going to have four little holes in all of them, like but, like buttons. Okay, good. So that hopefully will cover a little bit of Curious and um, Benjamin and the button part. I'm trying to think of something that feels like it's age of base flavor that feels like it would age backwards <laughs> so you know what the base is going to be is going to be bubblegum flavored since it's such like a childlike mm. kind of like base flavor and i might i think it feels like i'm one short one element short um it's going to be it's going to be swirled you know like fudge ripple the the yeah. ripple part that's going to be um like a white chocolate um so i went from benjamin to benjamin franklin to lightning sure so it's going to be like white chocolate you know, rippled in a banana, and I'm sorry, in a bubblegum base with banana chips. I love going off Ooh. your idea. Maybe like the top of it is like steak flavored. And then <laughs> as you go through it, it goes from steak to like chicken finger flavored and then, and then bubblegum and then just Gerber baby food at the bottom. So you go, you go reverse time. <laughs> like the old Cayumbos where it's just loose, like yeah. <laughs> loose yeah. baby food at the bottom. You have to dig like, in and stir it through. Indeed it is curious, but you, you go backward through time in terms of uh, a human's taste. Okay. Um, all right, the next one, Ben comes back to you and says, uh, the Gettysburg Address. Okay, Gettysburg Address. Um, so my initial impul my initial impulse is to have 87-somethings in there. So okay. four score and seven years ago, Great. we're going to have 87 chocolate chips oh. will come, we'll come in. In every pint? In every pint. And I don't even know over a pint. Does that seem like... Yeah, if it's too much, we'll make them li yeah, those middle, little ones. Middle, no. You can so change the size. Four score and seven years ago. So 87 chocolate chips in a base, Pennsylvania, in a... All right. So... <laughs> now, this is not going to be one of our better sellers. <laughs> but Pennsylvania being the Keystone State, yes, Keystone being a brand of beer, uh -huh. it's going to be a sweet beer based. Oh, so yeah. it's a, a sweet beer flavored ice cream with 87 chocolate chocolate, chip. chocolate chips in it and um small pretzels like lincoln logs oh nice um so there'll be a sweet and salty element to it in a like a, a beer you know beer ish yeah. kind of base ice cream yeah and ben may change the base there but you know he likes the the, the chocolate chips and the uh, pretzel Approach and he comes to you. And he's like, "I got one more. Oh boy, this one's tough." Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about Jerry. By the way, still man. <sighs> yeah, look, hey, we got to move on. I know, but right, we're we got ice cream. We're cranking so hard on this. One. I know, but we got it. We, these are important. Are flavors. we doing all the new flavors today? No, this is I mean, the last we new just one we're put doing. Jerry in the ground. This is Wham Bam. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Hold on. Ham, bam. <laughs> Thank you, spam. <laughs> you, you, you were much closer to what I had written down. I've, I've kind of blown it here. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It was, it was ham, clam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> the clam's so difficult. So the, it's the ham. Well, the What's ham, people, the ham? The, like, you know from these, like, gourmet donuts the shops and yeah. stuff right now maple bacon yeah. is actually fairly like is being thrown around okay, that's too true. liberally you get some maple bacon so maple, good luck maple with the clam. Ba- it's gonna have to be we're gonna we're gonna kind of disregard the clam flavor and go with the shell so what we need to have is like a a shell or shell-ish thing in there that is you know almost like the clam so i think what you would do is pour Pour like chocolate down in sort of a sort of a slanted V. So as you go down, you get, you know, almost like if it's an open mouth of a shell. Yep. And then you as you go down, you get kind of to the pinch. That's of smart. The, so of you the... turn don't use clam flavor. Use, right. use, use the, the clam shape. Shape. Correct. Uh, very smart. And Ben is very impressed by that. He says, You don't even have to work on these other ones. <laughs> He says we've got uh, we've got a few others, but you don't even have to work on. Bus- I'll take it Buster home. Keaton, which is just a butter pecan based on Buster. I'll Keaton. take these home and come back tomorrow. The, with, mo- with the some Mobius of these. drip, Frank's for the memories. <laughs> Terrible, uh, you know. So he says, "Well done, well done." Uh, so should we go to a uh, reader yeah. or I'm sorry, a listener? Yeah, a suggested one. So we have, um, and you can you can get us at here's the situation podcast at Gmail, and we've had a couple of people write into us, and this I. Th- think was either the second or third person who who wrote to us maybe the third person great her name is sabrina Sorensen. i hope sabrina it's okay if we use your name and this would fall into the realm of coincidentally ice cream she wrote this you know no one knows what our theme is going to be because by the time you hear this it's so much you know further along line from when we recorded yeah but when when you had said this uh or one of us had said this as our theme, it struck me that this fits this. So Great. here it is as she wrote it. Okay. Here's the situation. You never have to pay for milk again, nor oh. do you gain any weight or have any adverse health effects uh, from anything made with milk. Okay. However, each time you eat, drink a milk product, it is made from the milk of a random different animal. You do not know the animal until after you've eaten or drank your milk. For example, you get pizza, but the cheese is made from dog milk. You eat ice cream, and it's whale milk. You have pudding, and it was made from human milk. You get the point. Would you accept these terms? Um, She also says she thought of this situation after she found out that whale milk is the consistency of toothpaste during some late-night research. Okay. so if Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you, Sabrina. If I weren't already... That last factoid. Um, but I was already out deeply, <laughs> deeply. Like, you can't be more deeply in the no category on this one than I am. Let me start with I mean, and I'm not trying to brag here, TJ. I can afford milk. Yep. I hear so you. So I've never had a moment where I was like, I mean, I think of milk as one of the cheapest things yeah. you can buy. And I think for most people, the, the, the only. The only reason why you would accept this is not the right. not, that, that you don't have to worry I, about the I get cost. It. I understand that you don't, that Sabrina's focused You could on, eat a gallon of ice cream and not put on any weight. Yep. That's what's great about yep. it. I understand, but I just want to start I with a you. little point, which is... I don't think people out there were thinking like, hey, this son of a bitch can't even afford milk. Well, they How's he been. doing this podcast? This guy can't even afford to put creamer in his coffee. Yeah. I mean, who, who knows? But I, I just want to clear the record. I, hear I can buy the milk. <laughs> so, but then secondly, like, I, I love ice cream. I mean... You know who who does? Oh, I, I guess a lot of people don't, especially lactose intolerant <laughs> people, or they may love it but just can't have it. But I I don't think I, I mean if if you said like, hey Rush, th- you can pick a food and eat as much as you want and not have any health, um, you know, negative health mm-hmm. consequences. Ice cream or any milk based thing pretty is is to pretty no no it's it's not it is the no oh, not in my gotcha. top ten. Oh gotcha. So that okay. I, I'm just telling you why again I wouldn't accept this. Again, I like to eat ice cream. There are times, and it's it's really my lowest moments, frankly. There'll mm-hmm. be times where, I don't know, maybe I'm working really hard or whatever, and I just get into a rut where I'll get a pint of ice cream like three nights a week for mm-hmm. about a month, and then I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You can't do that. So so it is exciting to me, the, the idea, but I would. there are other things I would rather have, like 
you know, I can eat unlimited amounts of cheeseburgers with no negative impact. To me, that's probably even tastier. But who cares? The the point well, is, what if it's the monkey milk cheese? The point is, no way am I taking about ninety percent of potential animals' milk before I even knew that whale milk is the consistency mm-hmm. of toothpaste. Well, not Absolutely once, not. Not once they whip it into a nice pudding for you. No, You're not even going to know. And I'm already grossed out. But there's human milk in there. I don't want dog milk. I mean, everyone that she said, I didn't want that. Because when, when you started, I was like, oh, okay, like you got goat milk. And I thought it was just going to be the classic types of milk. Mm-hmm. No, but no. Yeah. No, no way. How about you? Probably not. Just, well, my, my big question is, what's the flavor? Because like goat, cheese made from goat milk tastes different because sure. it's it's a goat. So like, I don't know what rat milk's going to taste like. If, if, if it all tasted the same, if like rat milk cheddar tasted like cheddar, then I'm I might. Yeah. But but my my big question, which I don't think we can answer, is what is would the taste be exactly the same? If the taste was exactly the same, I might go for it. Because my the the animals I find like maybe most disgusting, like a slug, they don't give milk. Yeah. So a lot of these things, I'm be like. You this is a tiger milk like froyo? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know? maybe, maybe maybe I'm being you know. Uh, but I think that also there's a certain amount of cognitive dissonance that occurs for me in eating foods where I just don't know and I mm-hmm. don't want to know what certain things I I eat are and where they're coming from. And if I did know, it might have a negative impact on my right. ability to eat that stuff. And here, where I'm going to find out each time, like I think maybe if. If you said um, you're not going to learn each time, you just that's just going to be true. Yeah, um, I still think I'd say no, but I, I might be a little bit more willing to say I'd give it a try. But I think, like to be fair to Sabrina, the way it's set up is I got to make a decision one way or the other. Yeah. So once I make that call, it's either I'm okay with this, or I'm never having any milk or ice cream mm-hmm. or milk based stuff the rest of my life. Not okay with that. <laughs> so that's a hard no for me. But thank you very much for this the uh, situation. We have time for one more quickie before we go to the top rush. This would be pretty fast. Sure, we could do a quick one. Okay, this is you. This is you scream, and this was based okay. on a story, maybe apocryphal, maybe not, that I heard that when Alfred Hitchcock was directing Cary Grant in North by Northwest, he couldn't get a scream out of him that he wanted in the um, crop duster crop duster plane scene. So yes. that he put a famous, spider famous on the ground where he knew Cary Grant's mark was to fall. So he who was deathly afraid of spiders, okay. and then would scream at that point, like in the in the true terror that he wanted. So did he do it in multiple takes, or just he got it? In the I one? guess he got the one. But okay. but like I said, at probably least that's, apocryphal. That's what put me on this. Got it. So here's the situation: you're approached by Alfred Hitchcock, who says, "Rush, I just finished a new movie with Cary Grant, and I couldn't get any of the reactions I was hoping for." Would you mind if I present you with some of the moments from the film and record the sound of your reaction so I may dub you into my movie? Okay, sure. I hope all it's right. not a scream because no, that'll, that'll I don't blow think the they levels will be. here. But they'll be all nonverbals. You don't have to worry yeah. about any words. If it's just two seconds of a sound, then that's, then that's great. Okay, cool. I'll do my best. And I'll, I'll drop the Alfred Hitchcock, the poor Alfred Hitchcock impersonation for the sake of these. That was your Alfred Hitchcock as a poor person? That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stripped of all one. of his worth. Yeah. Okay. Eh, who knows? Maybe I'll still do it. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it for the second <laughs> We'll find one. out. All right. You walk into your bedroom. It's been tossed. You go to the bedside drawer where you were keeping the film with the man's picture on it, and it's gone. Oh, rats. <laughs> Wonderful, Rush. Here's, here's the next one. That's so bad. The woman who up until now you thought was your companion and confidant says she's actually working for the bad guys. Nah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, Rush. <laughs> Rush, the baggage porter for the train comes into your sleeping car and pulls a gun on you. What? <laughs> couldn't get Carrie to do it. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't coax that out of him. <laughs> Say the rats. Regardless, I tried a hundred times. He couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't give me a oh. And Rush is the last one. We'll send you oh, back no. on your way and make sure you put a time card all the way out. Yeah. In desperation, you throw yourself from the train and land in a sheep meadow. Bada ba ba da. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So TJ, let's come back to where we started. All right. Here's the situation. Yes. Right. You are hired by a big time Hollywood studio, and they say, here's your job. You got to take a movie that's not a horror movie. 
could be a comedy, could be a drama. Mm-hmm. Turn it into a great horror movie by changing the perspective, doing something to to move it around and make it a great horror movie. Uh, you got to come up with one great movie and do that. We really think you can do it. What, which do you pick? So I'll give you two I was thinking great. about, if that helps you a little bit think. So one is, and, and this was actually inspired by uh, another reader. I'm sorry. I keep saying reader, listener. Mm-hmm. Maybe they maybe they type it out. Yeah, books on your mind. Yeah. Um. But this is um. This came from Jeannie Griggs, mm. and uh, it was um. It was a horror movie in which you have to keep living the same uh day over again and again and again. Okay. And I was like, well, so one would be Groundhog Day. You sure. could really turn that into a great horror movie. Absolutely. But yep. the one that I wanted to talk about is um. Oh God! What is it called? Like the Passengers or something? I've forgotten the name, but it's that Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Chris Pratt movie. And in that movie, um, it's like a drama, I guess, like kind of a weird romantic comedy. It's 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 poorly thought out, and there's some like w- weird bad things about the script, in, in my opinion. But uh, maybe it's called Passengers. And what happens is they're they're like there's a new society that's going to be able to fly, go like many light years away to a new planet they okay. found and they can all settle and unfortunately for whatever reason like chris pratt's like cryogenic chamber like bust and he uh, wakes okay. up okay i saw the commercial so now he's stuck in this horrible okay. situation right, right? cuz the journey's 150 years or something so he's 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 You're gonna on die his own on right and, yeah. and so then he decides to wake up oh, jennifer lawrence not cool right Exactly. I mean, it's it's like Very a horrible cool. thing. You just—that's a death sentence, right? You just right. gave that up. Exactly. Yeah. And they and then they they. So what happens is, of course, he pretends it was an accident, and then like in during the movie, I'm just gonna spoil the hell out of this movie. But during the movie, um, she learn she learns what he did. So they they had formed like he you know at first okay. she's terrified of him, but then they they like they form a bond, they become like romantically involved, okay. and then she learns, and then it's very very bad. Mm-hmm. But then they end up getting back together at the end in order to fight off you know some calamity, and then in the end we learn that they live very happily ever after, and they had a wonderful life together, mm-hmm. even though it's so fucking creepy. Yep. Um, for all that time, and and it, and so it's this drama because it's from Chris Pratt's perspective, and I've always thought that would make an awesome horror movie. Yeah. If instead you did it from Jennifer Lawrence's perspective, so she wakes up. Yeah. Thinks stranger. This thing has happened. Starts to fall in love. Re and then maybe finds other ones. Yep. That he's woken up over the course of time, and that I think that could have been an interesting film, but instead they did. Uh, kind of a shitty thing they did. How about the Wizard of Oz from Toto's point of view? Ooh. That's pretty creepy, right? Yeah, for sure. He gets sucked up. He he got sucked up with him, right? Yes, He's, he yeah. did. So he gets sucked up. Um, and the witch is going to kill him, too? Witch is going to kill him. There's uh, a lion. Yeah. There's a lion, you know? like, And obviously, I would recontextualize. Like, that lion wouldn't be so cowardly. It'd be a lion, you know? Like, yeah. But I, and pump up. Like, there's a guy with an axe. There's a metal guy with an axe who's traveling around with you. There's an animated, like, full animated scarecrow. And, and then yeah. you could keep the elements that are already scary. Flying monkeys, flying savage monkeys, witches, um, fire. Not to mention the fact you got sucked up in a tornado to begin with there are little people there that you're not like you know like our dog is familiar with the way like if anyone ever is moving weird or right. you know like she gets really freaked out by like she got freaked out by people doing tai chi or whatever in the park because okay. they weren't moving like people usually move yeah so i almost imagine also like if there were people that were different than the size that she was yeah the lollipop guild or whatever is gonna with. give her a hell of a time yeah so maybe the wizard of oz from toto's point of view I, would I be love a it. horror film and then what's the name of that um genre uh is it like fantastic realism or fantastic horror or whatever that like like pan's labyrinth and, oh, and those other okay. like del toro right. type movies i could see it being that style of horror movie where you know, Toto is um, being surrounded by these uh, phantasmagorical shapes and other stuff that is never experienced, you know, before at all. Right. And now is, um, you know, so it could be that kind of like trippy, 
interesting jaws from the shark's point of view mm. starts fine I don't care nothing but nothing okay. but food and then these guys are out to dead set on killing him no I'm never gonna watch that movie what are, no, I, no sympathy for the shark if the shark's like what why is there a cage in the water why is that guy in the water no. i'm in the water no. the, farewell and adieu to no. you big sharky remember yeah. the shark can't think yeah, he's got well, a tiny pea brain no you know you were fine with toto well, come on. I love dogs. I hate sharks. We already talked about it. I'm <laughs> terribly afraid of them. But all right, we're going to make this uh, horror version of The Wizard of Oz, and we hope it goes well. And now here's the situation. For uh, for Rish Howell, this is TJ. We want to thank Nate DeFort for producing, Emily Cardamus for doing our artwork, Julie Nichols for the music, and you can write to us or uh, or read to us at, uh, <laughs> right, right. at uh, here's the situation podcast at gmail.com. Hope to talk to you next yeah, time. Yeah, thanks for listening or for reading. <laughs> <laughs>